Howdy! Episode 21 of the Rollin' and Ramblin' Podcast with Steve Bertrand. I've actually been having a lot of fun with this podcast the last few episodes. Because, I mean, a couple episodes ago it was napkins in fast food bags and portion sizes. And then yesterday it was about, I read you guys a spam email from Steve at stevebertrand.ca because I've said you guys can um, email if you have any questions or anything you want to weigh in on or anything you want me to weigh in on on this podcast i want to be able to uh, bring value so anyway i checked that email uh, the other day the link to that email will be in the bio or like you know the email address will be written uh, it's uh, for anybody that's verbally wanting to take it down it's pretty obvious but it's s-t-e-v-e at s-t-e-v-e b-e-r-t-r-a-n-d dot c-a and it's interesting to think about that because a lot of the podcasts that I listen to are on um, are on I use Spotify and I use it through my sort of Amazon Echo um, or I use it through you know just my Spotify on my phone or on my computer as well um, but I don't often ever go back into the description of, of episodes a lot of times and like click on the link you know those types of things um, and it's certainly like even with Joe Rogan going over to Spotify I liked him on the YouTube platform, and I, even though I have Spotify and I pay for it, I, I don't, um, I just can't get my head around watching videos on Spotify. Like, it's a music platform, in my opinion, right? It's meant for, it's essentially, like, for me, back when I was a kid, there was Napster, uh, you know, and Napster sort of really, really changed the game, or when he was downloading music illegally, and, um, and I think sort of Spotify is just the, hey, if they're going to download it, let's give them all the high quality stuff without them having to download it. They can stream it and then we'll charge them like 10 bucks a month. Same with Netflix and Amazon Prime and all those things. Like they've, they've really sort of got that in, in hand. If you have enough people that want something, you can charge them 10 bucks for it. I mean, like, I don't even know how many users there are on Spotify now, for instance. Alexa, how many users are on Spotify? Here's something I found on the web. According to HypeBot.com, approximately 88 million users access Spotify using its free ad-supported service, and another 71 million pay for premium access. Thank you. So I just asked my Amazon Echo, and she said that, uh, according to a website that she searched there, uh, 88 million people use their free service on Spotify. And another 71 million pay for the premium service. So 71 million people pay at least $10 a month. Like, that's pretty rad. So, you know, that's a good chunk of math. Now you start thinking about that and you think like, hey, paying Joe Rogan 100 mil plus, uh, not a bad idea. And apparently someone else listed that his the Spotify stock went up the day his podcast went exclusive to, to Spotify. I'm not necessarily sort of uh, talking about that just uh, to be about like what kind of money you can make with a podcast, but it, it's it's interesting to think about like when you do a video, you're looking at the camera and you're making sure you're making eye contact and you're not picking your nose and you're not doing all this crazy stuff, but you have to be able to tell a story and you have to make it visual enough for for you as the listener to be able to kind of understand what I 
what I go through um, or what I what I'm trying to convey. For instance, because uh, if you sort of hear me pause or something happens, it's because I'm uh, boiling potatoes in the background, and I'm not the greatest cook in general. I think a lot of it's coordination. A lot of it's just you know there's certain things that people are you know they have a knack for and cooking as much as i practice is just not one of those things i'm just not good at it and i don't like it and i don't care if i was rich if i was independently wealthy i'd have somebody cook for me all the time or just go out all the time and be happy with it because i don't like it. i don't like cooking and i don't like cleaning up i don't like all that stuff but the other day I had a bit of a rough day and i wanted to to, to snack and i have you know those a big thing of popcorn kernels and do a little vegetable oil thing, and I usually have one of those air poppers. Um, back in the day when I was a kid, the the cylinder one that like sort of sort of sounded like a a leaf blower, and it would it would shoot out your popcorn, and I'd have to put a towel over it so it didn't pop everywhere. And then I upgraded to this thing, which is a circular rotating deal um, that pops popcorn. Then I got to flip it and flip it again, and kind of gets everywhere sometimes. So recently, I decided, hey. You know, old school, like like Crocodile Dundee kind of uh, Oregon Trail days, uh, Waltons, whatever you want to call it. Uh, a lot of people pop popcorn on the stove, so I just put the oil in a pot, kernels, and I started doing that a couple weeks ago. Because I eat popcorn maybe a couple, couple times a week, hot air popcorn. And, um, and I did that, and it came up sort of light and fluffy, and it was... Really good popcorn, so I'm like, I'm going to keep doing that. Anyway, uh, fast forward to a couple days ago. I come back home after having a bad day and sort of not really feeling like eating anything because I had, it was actually, I think it was the same day. It must have been the same day that I, I did the fast food bit because I was having a rough day. I was actually pretty proud of myself for pulling out that podcast and actually having a good time because that was a, it was a rough day personally for me. Um, but anyway, come home. And I didn't really want to eat anything more because I had still sort of stuffed from greasy fast food at Burger King, which was amazing, even though it was small. Um, so I wanted something light. Usually popcorn kind of kind of, sort of ticks that box for me. So here's the here's the setup. I have a, um, I'm probably about four, four and a half feet off the ground in the wheelchair. So maybe I'm three foot-ish. Um, from, from seat height, sort of, uh, um, well, maybe not that much, maybe a foot and a half. I think my seat height's like, like 17 or 18, um, floor to seat height, they call it. Anyway, so if you think about that and sitting up in a regular chair, like an office chair, um, my oven top is about right at my chest level, which in the nineties when this place was built was really sort of, uh, was very accessible. It would have been a very sort of top of the line accessible place and it's still great but you know there's lots of improvements that could be making any newer buildings are are better than this um so if you think about where pots and everything are on that stove uh it's kind of right at eye level and i was just in my sweats didn't have a shirt on and i had put the oil in put the kernels in and hit the hit the and i hit the button like i turned the oven on it's electric and and I turned around, and I don't know if it was because of my phone, or maybe I had to use the bathroom or something. 
Anyway, long story short, it starts popping and I look back and there's literally kernels everywhere, like ridiculously everywhere. Like we're not talking about a little bit. We are talking about like probably a good um, 20 square feet of popcorn kernels. It seemed like they just spread everywhere. I don't even know how they got everywhere. They were all over my, my uh, spice rack. Just everything around my whole counter because it's all connected. Like my my oven is in the corner of the the notch where it is in my in my kitchen area because my kitchen and living room are connected. Um, and then there's cupboards, and then the the oven is there with drawers underneath it. And then to the right of it, there's uh, like a like an oven top, which is where I was popping the things. And um, and then. I, you can, essentially you should be able to slide your pot from your oven to the sink because it's all connected with a notch, but I have stuff in that corner and it got covered in oil, got covered in, in, in popcorn kernels. And I sort of had to shut it off and some of the popcorn kernels got out and somehow caught fire, um, as well. So there was about a fire that was popped up about maybe an inch or two inches orange flame. I could see the fire and I, I know enough not to put any water on an oil fire. So I just sort of blew it out. I could have smothered it, but I didn't really think of that. Um, and I noticed my little fire extinguisher is way too far under my sink for me to reach because somebody other than me shoved it way back there. Uh, and I got to pull that out in case I have another fire at some point. Um, but that was a very, very tough moment for me. I, I wrecked my vacuum trying to suck up all the popcorn kernels, climbed out of the chair, had to sort of sweep everything up. And um, then my sister and my mom came over the next day and helped me out and cleaned everything and washed all my stuff. And they were washing everything that was covered in oil. Right? So it was crazy. It was, it was really, really emotional for me. It really sort of, anytime something like that happens, it, as much as I like to make jokes and I like to be a fun, loving, happy guy, that's a very emotional moment for me because it was very, very difficult to... Um, to have such a blatant example of how disabled I am, um, essentially, like I, I often I, I try not to now use the word cripple, even though I don't take offense to it at all. I just don't want people to be like, you should use that word. You should encourage other people to use that word. I don't care if they use that word when they're talking to me because I know how people feel about me. Obviously, if you're going to use it in a derogatory manner, it is the intent of the word over anything else. But it definitely made me feel more crippled. Um, it definitely made me feel all gimped and everything and like every sort of derogatory disabled sort of remark that you could, you could give yourself. And I had a really, really tough time with that. I couldn't sleep that night. I only slept like three, four hours. Um, and I, cause I was also wired and angry over the personal things on and on top of that. Right. So, but it, it was one of those things that that it was great that I had my family come over and help me. Um, and it was also one of those funny moments where now people were making tons of popcorn jokes because I posted a picture because I'm not going to not have that for posterity. If you want to find me, find me at Rolling Motivation on Instagram. And it's like the, I think it's the last photo that I posted in my feed. Um, and then my brother-in-law actually bought me over a, a microwave yesterday because mine's kind of archaic. And... On top of that, I thought it was funny. He bought, brought me two bags of microwave popcorn 
for everybody's safety, I guess, so I can make microwave popcorn instead of uh, instead of the stuff on the stove. But it was it was it was really really funny actually. Now looking back, like all the crazy amount of popcorn that I had everywhere. And me running it over, and then there's vegetable oil on my feet. And then when my mom came over in the morning, you know, she's um, skating around like it's a hockey rink, and my sister's slipping all over the place. They got to wash their shoes. I had oil on my shoes. I had oil on my sweatpants. I had, like, little tiny, like, not skin burns, but, you know, when you, you get splattered with a bit of grease, you get those dots on you. I had them all over my upper body just because I was sort of trying to duck them like a, like a heavyweight boxer trying to turn the oven off at the time. And, um, I don't know, it was, it, it's a funny experience to go through, but the amount of time stuff like that happens to me, it's just so annoying in terms of understanding how, how, um, how much more I need help and, and how vulnerable I am in a lot of ways. Um, but it was a great learning experience because, you know, even now as I'm boiling some potatoes and I'm, I'm going to do, uh, some I'm going to do some meat up on my George Foreman grill, have a, have some potatoes and uh, some steak. I'm like constantly keeping an eye on my, on my, on my stove now. And I'm even thinking like my, my, my big slab of beef is right in front of my George Foreman grill. That's on the side of my oven, like away from it, obviously, but I'm, I'm constantly looking like it's somehow going to move on its own and get over the flame like the other thing. So, you know, there's a positive out of it too, right? Just because I just about burnt my house down. Now I'm extra vigilant on how to do those types of things. And I, I like hot air popcorn with the kernels and the oil and stuff better than I like microwave popcorn. You throw your own salt or your own butter on it or whatever. But I just, so I'll do it again, but I just need to be in the right frame of mind when I'm going to do it and make sure that I don't make the same mistake again and not putting the same... Uh, of not putting the lid on like I did the last time. Like, basically, as soon as the oil and the, the kernels go in, the uh, the lid needs to go on. And uh, I always, I think that's a, a better story a lot of times than than some of the other stuff that I go through. Because, you know, I don't, I don't try and make people feel bad for things that I deal with with somebody with a disability. Like, I don't know, 10 or 12 episodes ago, I talked about, you know, having bathroom issues and things like that. But, you know, it's a lot more fun to kind of think about um, crazy amounts of popcorn just flying all over the place like a movie. Like it literally was shooting up in the air and someone's like, you should have a dog. And I can't have a dog in this apartment. And everybody's like, well, that's not good for the dog because the dog would do this and this and this. But uh, my sister had a dog back when I lived in the basement suite with her at my our parents' place. And her, her black lab pit bull cross I remember I was making popcorn one time and it was popping. It was in the bowl, but it was popping out of the bowl because I guess it was still kind of hot. And there was a few in the air and she would jump up and catch them in the air before they even hit the ground. So the dog loved it. And if I had a dog, um, I'm sure they would probably, they might need a lot more water, but they would have cleaned up quite a bit of that. And they would have tried to catch it as it was flying along, which would have been funny to see. But uh, anyway, I just thought that was a fun story. I don't really know where this, this is going. And I just wanted to fill a bit of time and uh, talk about popcorn and the amount of corny jokes. See what I did there? Popcorny jokes. Um, the other one that I heard was I got to start my New Year's off uh, 
my my New Year's really popped off was the other part of that uh, was the other sort of popcorn joke that I got, and then when I brought my my brother in law brought the the microwave over with the microwave popcorn and one of my other friends, even though I said I got a sort of a a new to me used microwave which is great, uh, one of my friends that I was telling about instantly replied back with for popcorn haha too soon and I was like no not too soon kind of awesome um so I enjoy people making uh stupid jokes even at my expense in tough situations because and I'm also glad that I had such a crappy day that day and that happened and I felt really 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 horrible about myself and my life and the way things were going and then a couple days later I can turn around and and laugh at a joke and make a joke about it because I think it is super duper important nowadays to to laugh at yourself and to other things like you have to be able to to find the funny not just the motivation and all the other positive stuff but find the funny in it because if you go look at my Instagram and and take a look at that photo um you'll be like wow nice job Stephen one of my other friends said what your first time making popcorn which you know I definitely felt like that because I'd done it a bunch of times but just forgot to put the lid up um and the fact that I would make fun of my friends for doing that and the fact that all my friends made fun of me relentlessly, even though they knew I was upset. Um, there's a weird respect and uh, appreciation for friendships like that, man. Like the fact that people just can sort of make fun of you, uh, you know, and, and a lot of my friends tell me like it is like if I'm having a bad day or I need to fix something, they tell me straight up and sometimes you get upset, but like, I'd rather have relationships where people tell you like it is and, and hurt your feelings. And then when you're having a tough go, instead of just coddling you and, and telling you that it's going to be okay, because sometimes they do that too, but that's always uh, part and parcel with making fun of you. You know, it's kind of like when someone falls down, they laugh at you, but they check if you're okay first, that kind of thing. And I think that's super important, like that balance. Like, I love humor. Like, I just do. I mean, I, I did that stand-up set. Um, or the sit-down comedy set uh, pre-COVID a couple years ago. And I just like comedy. Like, I like funny stuff. I like stupid stuff. I always have. I like stupid, stupid, stupid jokes. Um, and I I think more people need to smile in the face of crappy stuff. And maybe not take themselves so seriously. There you go. Episode 21 of the Rolling Rambled podcast about popcorn death and uh, not taking yourself so seriously. See you later.